0: Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This is an Irish Independent Podcast. Let me ask you about QAnon. 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 Today on the Indo-Daily the rise of the QAnon conspiracy.
1: So Q most certainly did send me, ladies and gentlemen. Q is the highest levels of the military and the intelligence community in the United States. And they are disseminating above top secret information to patriots in our republic. That means people like you.
0: That was Jacob Chansley, or as he is better known, the QAnon shaman. His image with that horned headdress became synonymous with the January 6th riot in Washington, D.C. He, along with millions of others, believed that the world is run by Satan worshippers. And the man who'll put an end to all of this? Well, Donald Trump. Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in... Popularity and from- QAnon isn't your usual conspiracy theory. It gained unprecedented traction since 2017 and has spilled over from its birthplace on
1: the internet. Part of the genius of it is that the clues are so vague um, and it's such a sprawling movement uh, in terms of their belief system that you can really sort of get whatever you want out of it. So let's say you're already interested in the JFK assassination. Um, You know, you can find that in QAnon or you're scared of vaccines. I mean, that's there too. But where did it all start? And
0: is there any sign of its support waning? I'm Kevin Doyle. And today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by political reporter with The Daily Beast, Will Sommer, whose new book Trust the Plan looks at the rise of QAnon and the havoc it's playing on American politics. Well, before we delve into this topic, and there's a lot to it, just give me the really basic overview as to what we mean when we talk about QAnon.
1: Sure. So QAnon is a conspiracy theory movement, um, and they have a lot of beliefs, but, but the sort of the key ones uh, are that the world is controlled by a cabal of satanic pedophiles in various world elite institutions like the Democratic Party and Hollywood and banking. Um, and that they've controlled the world for hundreds of years, and now Donald Trump was recruited to run for president by the military in the United States to essentially arrest all of these people and maybe execute them. Um, and the people we're talking about here include Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, uh, Tom Hanks, all these folks. Um, and that then after that moment, there's going to be sort of a, a utopia for everyone who remains. So, so that's sort of the, the QAnon in a nutshell.
0: And so it spreads from the people like Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden that we might expect to Oprah Winfrey and Ellen DeGeneres. It's it's, how do you decide that someone is possibly part of this cabal?
1: Sure, I mean that's part of the, the the you know fun, and I use that lightly of QAnon. Um, so QAnon emerged in October 2017 with these clues that were posted on this anonymous online message board called 4chan, uh, and they were very cryptic. And they would say, you know, this person's part of the cabal. This person drinks children's blood or what have you. Um, and these clues were then pulled together by all the anonymous fans of Q of Q. So that's where we get the QAnon, uh, and they use that that to sort of create their world, ver- world view, um, including who runs the cabal.
0: And so to get the timeline right here, it didn't exist until after Donald Trump, if you like, became the politician that he is today.
1: That's exactly right. Um, QAnon started in October 2017, so roughly a year after Trump was elected. Um, And I think the timing on that is interesting. I mean, QAnon portrays Donald Trump as this sort of messianic figure, uh, whereas in reality, and particularly at the time, I mean, his presidency was really bogged down. Uh, He had delivered tax cuts for rich people. But if you were A sort of a grassroots Trump supporter. He hadn't done anything for you, you know. He hadn't arrested Hillary Clinton. He was under investigation for his Russia connection, Uh, and so QAnon offered a world where it said, "Look, actually, Trump is as amazing as we thought, and even more so. um, And he's he's battling, you know, essentially demons. So, you know, why don't we give him a break?" So I I think that it's no mistake that it emerged at that time and sort of gave uh, these Trump supporters a psychological boost.
0: Presumably, though, it it does have links. People don't wake up one morning and become a a conspiracy theorist. So presumably, those involved or those who've been sucked into it would probably have bought into pre-existing conspiracy theories, if you like, the kind of who shot JFK kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, often people are already interested in conspiracy theories when they get into QAnon. I mean, part of the genius of it is that the clues are so vague um, and it's such a sprawling movement uh, in terms of their belief system that you can really sort of get whatever you want out of it. So let's say you're already interested in the JFK assassination. Um, You know, you can find that in QAnon or you're scared of vaccines. I mean, that's there too. Um, But then also, I've talked to a lot of people who weren't really conspiracy theorists uh, who were just Trump supporters. And they got into QAnon because they, or excuse me, they got into conspiracy theories because they got into QAnon.
0: And so does Donald Trump lean into this or is this just something that happens around him? And I I don't want to I don't want to get into creating conspiracy theory, Will, but like, it seems very convenient from the Donald Trump, who we know told a lot of lies during that presidential campaign, uh, put out a lot of lock her up stuff around Hillary Clinton and others, and it seems that it very much suits his
1: agenda. Yeah, very much so. I mean, initially Trump was very wary of QAnon.
0: Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate, but I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity.
1: You know, a bunch of QAnon people would come to the rallies and they would get on TV. And there was a sense that that was scaring regular people or regular voters, Um, so they tried to hide them. But more recently, since 2020, Trump has really been embracing QAnon increasingly. uh, From saying, "Well, you know, I don't know about all their beliefs, but uh, but you know, what would be wrong if I was going after all the pedophiles? That that's correct." Um, To more recently, he posts pictures of himself wearing QAnon buttons.
0: Former President Trump has long flirted with QAnon, but this illustrated meme he reshared last week with QAnon slogans and a Q on his lapel is one of his most brazen endorsements of the conspiracy theory. On Trump's social media platform, QAnon followers saw the president's posts as a clear sign he is with them and with QAnon.
1: Uh, You know, it, it actively signals a lot more to QAnon. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's disturbing uh, because, you know, when we look at it, QAnon at its heart, you know, when you strip away all the ridiculous beliefs, I mean, it is a, a fascist cult uh, devoted to the idea of Donald Trump being a dictator for life. Um, and the, the, the idea that he's now embracing them, I think, is really worrying.
0: Tell me about the storm.
1: The storm is really a fundamental aspect of QAnon, and that's the moment you know, QAnon teaches you the world is so awful; it's run by all these terrible people. Everyone in public life, besides Donald Trump, essentially is is a villain. Um, then the storm is supposed to be the moment that Donald Trump teams up with the military and they arrest all these people and send them to Guantanamo Bay to face military tribunals. And then after that, uh, because the cabal, which is blamed for all the evils in the world, all the problems, because it's been defeated, suddenly now we can, you know, there are no diseases, uh, all debt is abolished, all this kind of stuff. And so it, it, this this promise of the storm really affects people on an emotional level. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people on January 6th believed that that day would mark the storm
0: events in washington have taken a violent and tumultuous turn in the past few hours as thousands of supporters of president trump stormed the u.s capitol building venting their anger at the victory of joe biden in the presidential election they forced the evacuation and lockdown of congress itself where lawmakers were all set to approve the election result
1: they were bringing in this American apocalypse or this utopia, um, including Ashley Babbitt, the, the protester who was shot by police as she uh, tried to get members of Congress. So the storm is su- such a key aspect of the QAnon mythos and this idea that they're all working towards something together.
0: And so that's the whole concept here. That's what it's built around. Who are the people that are believing this? And who are the people that are spreading this? How many of them are there? How big is this this, I don't know, are they a singular group? They're not really.
1: Sure. I mean, there are different factions of them, and, you know, there are different levels of commitment to QAnon. I mean, there are people who say, oh, yeah, I believe in QAnon or I've heard about that, and I think that's great, all the way down to the people who are murdering people in QAnon's name um, or participating in January 6th. So there's varying levels, but, you know, when we look at the polls, I like to look at the most, uh, at the lowest numbers to, you know, to, to have the most realistic sense of it. And at that point, we get between 3 and 7% of American adults when they're asked, uh, do you believe in QAnon? They say yes. Uh, and so while that's a relatively small amount in the big scheme of things, that equates to millions and millions of people. That's a huge um, number. 3% you know, I,
0: I, I, to 7% yeah. that's of America. That's a huge number.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. And so it's a huge amount. Um, and then when you ask a broader question, like, do you believe that the world's elites are sexually torturing children, and that there's going to become this moment where Donald Trump sends them to Guantanamo Bay, that goes to about twelve to fifteen percent. So that's a much higher number. Um, so what we're working with is, yeah, I mean, it is millions of people. What's
0: going on? Will try try and explain that to us on the other side of the Atlantic. That twelve to fifteen percent. Believe that theory. How how does that happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, you know, and that's what I tried to find out with my book. I mean, it really is so so twisted. I mean, I I think we're dealing with like a, a lot of things. I mean. I think in the United States, there is such a tradition of, um, you know, independence and this idea that, you know, you can know the truth better than any expert can. Um, and so there's this idea like people want to research stuff online um, and they find these crazy ideas. And so I think there's this idea that people are sort of lost. They don't know what's real. Um, and then finally, I would say social media had a huge uh, role in this because in the past, before the internet, you know, these conspiracy theorists, it, it, they struggled to find one another. You'd have to go to a conference or send out a magazine or something like that. And now, you know, they can just pull up their phones and find people who reinforce their beliefs.
0: Now, I, I say, and I shouldn't pick on the United States, I, you know, I, I say, explain it to us on the far side of the Atlantic. We have our own share of conspiracy theorists, particularly uh, there was a growth in that during the COVID pandemic. But do QAnon have international followers or well as well, or is it a uniquely American conspiracy?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, QAnon has spread abroad. Um, you know, it's to to the UK, to uh, Japan, and France, and Germany, um, really all over the place. Uh, in Japan, they have a lot of different QAnon factions that sort of go to war with each other. Um, in France and Germany, there have been uh, criminal plots involving QAnon believers, uh, including the one in Germany that supposedly involved QAnon people planning to carry out a coup in the military.
0: We begin in Germany and major arrests in an alleged plot to overthrow the government. Police staged early morning raids across the country detaining more than two dozen people suspected of conspiring to attack the parliament. Another two dozen people are being investigated. Prosecutors say members of the far-right group called Reich Citizens Movement followed conspiracy myths and QAnon ideology.
1: So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's sort really of incredible. But yes, QAnon has spread to, to many other countries besides the United States.
0: For your book, you did a lot of research, you, you went undercover.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, because I, I was one of the few reporters covering QAnon for many years, uh, Q would post about me uh, and say, you know, look at this guy, he's working for the Cabal, this is such a villain, whatever. Um, and so it became sort of a character to QAnon believers. Uh, and so when I would go to these events, people would get in my face and this kind of stuff. And, you know, I always would identify myself as a reporter if I'm interviewing someone, but I was trying to avoid getting busted immediately. Um, and so I might grow out my beard or I might wear sunglasses and a baseball cap to sort of confuse my appearance from, from what it appears to be online. Uh, and then, but, you know, it didn't always work. Uh, there was one I went to a QAnon convention and uh, Michael Flynn, the former Trump national security advisor, who's who's become a big QAnon promoter, was speaking. And he said, you know, there's some reporters who snuck in today. Uh, and I thought, oh, you know, someone's in trouble, not me. Uh, and then, of course, immediately I feel an arm on my shoulder and I, I got busted and thrown out in front of hundreds of like, screaming QAnon believers.
0: And what did you learn from attending those events what what are those events is it people giving speeches it sounds kind of cult like
1: yeah it, I mean it can be very intense I mean they uh, you know they give speeches they do a lot of uh, pray, uh, prayer and these sort of uh, religious things um, they watch videos about how they're going to execute all the pedophiles Um, And they, I mean, it it really can be very bloodthirsty. I mean, you know, there are these moments where people can get up and say, you know, we're going to storm the White House, you know, we're going to, you know, execute all these people for what they're doing to the children. And you suddenly have thousands of people on their their feet screaming for blood. So, I mean, it it can be a very sort of uh, intense thing to witness.
0: What does the American state try to do to counteract this? Because, you know, in in Ireland, certainly you can't, outwardly call someone a paedophile or accuse them of trying to drink children's blood or whatever it is um, that has been said about people, there would be legal consequences for that. So what happens in the United States?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there aren't a lot of legal consequences thus far. I mean, we've seen lawsuits against conspiracy theorists outside of QAnon, people like Alex Jones of Infowars recently, um, Fox News had to settle a very hefty lawsuit over election theft claims for nearly a billion dollars. Um, but you know, the authorities in the United States were really slow to pay attention to QAnon. Um, the uh, in my book, I talked to some people who were getting death threats, just really getting terrorized, having their lives ruined by QAnon believers. And, you know, they they sort of had to take action into their own hands and almost create their own intelligence service to track these people because the FBI and local police would sort of say, well, I don't know, just get offline or get a new Twitter account or what have you. Um, And so, you know, they've been very slow to it, Um, you know. At the same time, QAnon has really proliferated. Uh, the, As I mentioned, I mean, the QAnon murders are really bizarre. I mean, there are QAnon people who have murdered members of their family because of QAnon. Uh, a a member, the, the head of one of the, the major mafia families in the United States was murdered by a QAnon guy because he sort of thought he was working on behalf of Q. I mean, it gets very bizarre and, and really the the authorities here really haven't done much about it.
0: And so going back to Trump then, Will, for a second... When he lost the election, what was the theory then? Because Q, the anonymous leader, if you like, was dropping messages that life was hard for Trump when he got into the presidency. He couldn't drain the swamp, if you like, as easily as they had hoped. So, what when he lost the election? What was the view of that?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it it, it really uh, it really shocked them initially. I mean, they were they they needed him in office to. To carry out their beliefs as they saw it um and so when biden was inaugurated you know i talked to a lot of QAnon people who said oh they felt sick they wanted to throw up i mean it really shocked them but they, they they regrouped and they said well maybe trump still is the president and this the biden presidency is being filmed on a hollywood soundstage uh or now they think well maybe the deep state was just a little tougher than we thought uh and now now they're just regrouping to work for trump in 2024.
0: And what about January 6th? Was QAnon, I guess, was one of the groups who brought people that day?
1: Yes, yes. So, I mean, there were a lot of factions there. I mean, we know there were the Proud Boys, all these different groups. Um, But yeah, I mean, one of them certainly was QAnon. Uh, I, I think in my book, I lay out the case that I think QAnon has been underrated as a source of violence on January 6th because you had... All of these people, we know at least 60 QAnon believers have been indicted, and that number's a a few years old, so I think it's only gone up.
0: Jacob Chansley, the self-proclaimed QAnon shaman, has just been sentenced to 41 months in prison for his role in the January 6th Capitol riots. He was seen entering the Senate chamber with a spear. Uh, Prosecutors say he led a group of rioters in a prayer of the dais and left a threatening note to former Vice President Mike Pence.
1: And you had these people who were convinced that, you know, they were saving children and that they were going to save the country. And personally, that they were going to have all these benefits, that they were going to get all this money and all this kind of stuff. And so you look at that and and you can see why it would whip people up into this frenzy.
0: And so with a Biden-Trump election battle set to take place again, are you expecting new theories, new conspiracies? new ideas and new growth, I guess, for QAnon as we head into the the next 12 or 18 months?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think QAnon really is going to sort of surge back. Uh, You know, we are seeing Trump talk about them a lot. I mean, I I think as he returns to the public eye more and more, I think they're going to rev up again. And, you know, certainly we're seeing their their bans on social media get lifted. Uh, you know, certainly in the case of, of Twitter, a lot of QAnon people have come back. So I think we are we're we should brace ourselves for a new era of QAnon.
0: Will, thank you very much.
1: All right, thanks for having me.
0: My thanks to Will Sommer for joining me today. Will's new book, Trust the Plan, The Rise of QAnon and the Conspiracy that Reshaped the World, is available now. I'm Kevin Doyle, and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Tabitha Monahan with sound design by John Smith. Archive clips were from CNN, BBC, Channel 4, MSNBC, Fox News and independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.